0: What an evening it's been at Stadium Australia. We made it to the semi-finals, but that is where our journey at this Women's World Cup stops. It is England marching on to their first ever Women's World Cup final. They will be taking on Spain, but our Aussies far from disgraced. They have had a sensational tournament. Welcome back to Optus Sports post-match review. And also, hello if you're joining us on the Optus Sport Football Podcast. We want tonight to be a celebration of all things Australia. Of course, we didn't get the job done here this evening. 3-1, the final scoreline finished but Australia has done this nation so proud. I'm Amy Duggan and I'm joined by Ashley Sykes, Kath Connolly, and Chloe Lagazzo as we take a look at all the action and how it unfolded here at Stadium Australia. Let's get your first thoughts because as we said prior to this, it is not the end for Australia, it is just the beginning, Ash.
1: It certainly is. This is just a launching pad for the rest of uh, football in this nation. Nuals has said some beautiful words about, you know, what can be taken from here previously. But, you know, it's been a celebration of football tonight and I can't wait to see where we go next.
0: We were outclassed today, Kath we were Physically, we didn't win the battle and it looked like that 120 minutes we played in the last match did affect us as the game went on, but we're far from disgraced and a cracking goal from Sam Kerr.
2: What a great individual brilliance from Sam Kerr. She's been, you know, obviously mentally, it would have been really, really tough for the captain and what a massive part she plays in his team to so be able to hold it together and come out tonight and be able to run out 90 minutes and do what she's done. You know We're so thankful of Sam and we're lucky to have a leader like her in in our camp. But I'm just so proud of these girls and what they've achieved, not just for women's football but football in Australia. We need to be proud of this moment and I'll keep going on, on and on and on about it. We need to capitalise on these moments. We need
0: to take football to the next level in Australia. Chloe, as a part of this Matilda side who didn't get to hit the field on this occasion, there was heartbreak for you at the beginning of this tournament. You've ridden every single kick of the ball, every goal scored, every goal against you, uh, every emotion that we've all felt, but at an extreme level. Talk me through how you're feeling at the moment. I'm exhausted. Um, (laughs) I feel like I've
3: played the game with the girls. I think it's been a very long three weeks. And for the girls... You know, going so far deep into a tournament, you know, their last game playing 120 minutes, the raw emotion that it would have taken to be able to get through those penalties. For me, I just think it's amazing to have seen how much they left out on that field. They left their heart and their soul out there, and I'm very proud of that. And for Sam to be able to step up and play 90 minutes after being out for so long, you could see glimpses of Sam being able to get back into the groove of it, but she was just slightly off, and that comes down to not having consistent training and playing. And unfortunately, if we had any more time, we would have seen the absolute
0: brilliance that we did see on the field at one moment. All right, well, let's jump straight into the analysis now because there are a few goals for us to get through and some of them brilliant tonight. We're going to start with Ella Toon because... This was a moment of pure fight in the corner and the ball comes across and uh, Ella Toon just finishes this one so sweetly. Yeah,
1: great turn from Russo there to sort of set her up and plays it to Toon and what a finish, Nulls. What bangs it into the back of the net?
2: We've spoken about her combination throughout this tournament. We knew that, you know, uh, Alessia Russo and Toon have a massive, great combination together but she was waiting for that ball in the box. You could see the way she had striked
3: that ball was absolutely beautiful. Look for me. I just think the amount of numbers that they have in the box. You know, you could see someone missing the ball and then it fold, folds, folds into um, a player's run. For me, I just—it's not by chance and not by luck. It's the fact that they've got their bodies in the in the goal and they're ready to absolutely score bangers, which they did tonight.
0: Well, they certainly did put that one away. And that left Australia down 1-0 at halftime with plenty of work to do. But they came out a different side in the second half. Mark Schwarzer, Amy Harrison joining me on the sideline now. Guys, Sam Kerr's goal was just a moment of madness that turned into complete brilliance.
4: absolutely did. I have to also mention Amy Chapman with us as well. You forgot the other Amy. Uh, But, yeah, now, look, Sam Kerr's goal was absolutely brilliant. It was a bit of a lull in the game, wasn't it, Chappers, when uh, when Sam scored that goal?
5: Yeah, it needed a moment of magic, and Sam Kerr was the one to deliver that. It was a phenomenal finish, to be honest. She picked up the ball almost at halfway, and then she turned and faced up those players and it was a phenomenal finish and what a player to do exactly that. Uh, And that's exactly
6: what she brings to this team, that's the leadership, that's the class, that's why she's one of, if not the best striker in the world. We were chatting just before she actually scored that and we were like He's starting to look a bit tired, and then she stepped up, and that's exactly what she does for this team. and That's what she's always done, and she did it tonight on
5: the world stage.
6: And that
4: gave the team actually a massive boost at that moment in time, didn't it? I mean, that moment, because like I said, it was a low in the game. Then all of a sudden, they had an extra spring in their stand.
5: Yeah, I didn't think Australia came out very well in that opening stanza, but it was Sam Kerr. It needed to be Sam Kerr to lift the whole crowd. She's so quick, uh, and it was a phenomenal goal to, to really amp up the entire stadium.
4: Yeah, it's exactly what we needed at that particular moment in the game.
0: Yeah, it certainly was. Thank you, Amy's and Schwartzy down on the sideline. I'm sure we'll check back in with you in just a moment. But I want to hear from the panel on that goal because it did lift the roof off the stadium for a few moments, Chloe. I've got to ask you, do you have any chips for
3: that dip? The (laughs) ability for Sam to be able to get that ball up and over Earps, I I don't know if you could see it perfectly, but from back there, it was phenomenal. It is world-class. When the ball came off of her foot, there was no spin. She hit it absolutely perfectly. (laughs) And that is what dream goals are made of. For her to be able to pick up that ball on halfway and drive 40 meters and have the power to be able to do that, world class she's waited this whole tournament to have that moment and she had that moment. I know I was squeezing
2: Chloe's arm when she was running at Millie Bright and I'm just like, keep running at her, keep running at her because we know what Millie Bright would be thinking in that moment because, you know, that's Sam's bread and butter. That's what she does best, you know, but where we started that goal that came from the transition moment, we won the ball and we hit Sam early on the break is what created that goal.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic. They're exactly the moments you want to get Sam the ball, isn't it? And It really changed the momentum of the game, and I would have loved to have seen it. maybe a change from Tony Gustafsson at this moment when the momentum's high. We saw before everyone was getting a little bit tired. Take advantage of that momentum. Put some fresh legs on and keep the pressure on.
0: Well, Sam's goal sent tingles from one end of my body to another when she scored, but it was seven minutes or just under eight minutes Uh, in between the two goals and then a defensive mistake and miscommunication with the goalkeeper and Australia went down again. And and this was just on a platter. But it's so hard to hear out there. You wonder if if Mackenzie and and Ellie just couldn't hear each other and didn't know who was coming for the ball. Look, I think
3: Ellie picked up a lot of momentum and just a small shove in her back actually puts her off. And in in the replay in here, you can see her trying as hard as she can to bring that ball down a little push on the back and she just loses her feet and uh, let me tell you like her hemp's ability to be able to slot that in the pocket we need to give credit to england for all of the goals that they scored because they've been world class they're not easy to be able to do be able to slot them past maca when she's cutting down that angle she didn't even have a touch on the ball it was a first time strike left foot that's what strikers are waiting
2: for. In that moment there, you know, you've got to be wanting to clear your lines. And we can see here now, Alessia Russo, this is her bread and butter. She gets into these positions. She knows exactly where the goal is. The way she strikes that ball across goal is that to have that technique just shows what a world-class striker she is.
0: This is a moment that's difficult for me to watch because we had four defenders at the back there and three coming and Mary Fowler chasing and we uh, let the player get in behind us. We knew when we went to the three back it was going to be difficult. We were chasing the game but it also opens you and makes you susceptible to moments like this, Ash.
1: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. It is very difficult when you go to a three-back to, you know, adjust to that, and on the fly, you've got to go chase the game, of course, but you're in danger of getting moments like this. But what a great through ball from Hemp. She had a fantastic game. And to Russo, she does not seem to miss those chances from that angle. She's so technically brilliant. She would have practiced it a 1,000 times, I reckon.
0: Yeah, she made it look very, very easy. Mark Schwarzer and the Amys back down on the sideline. How did you see those goals from down there? But at the end of the day, honestly, England was just too good.
4: They were. You know, midfield, I thought the battle was really, really intense, and I thought England came on top on that battle. Georgia Stanway was brilliant. Kira Walsh, obviously, an anchor in midfield. And Lauren Hemp, they were talking about that. That reverse pass for that third goal was sublime.
5: Yeah, Lauren Hemp was absolutely outstanding today, but there's no mistaking after that Sam Kerr equaliser. Seven minutes and 53 seconds it took for Lauren Hemp to then... Put, the te- put England ahead again and let's I'm a big fan of Ellie but that was a colossal mistake. A game changing mistake from her not to deal with that and Hemp was there to pounce and she did it again for that second goal. Yeah didn't she win and Alessio
6: Russo stepped up like she she always does. She did it against Colombia the other day and I got flashbacks to when they, they beat Spain last year at the Euros in the quarterfinals. They went down and then they had to, to have that resilience to step up and in, in our home country, to do that I think is super impressive. They're an absolute world-class team.
4: You mentioned Alessia you mentioned Russo, um, she was a workhorse. Again, she did the dirty work, she did all the hard graft, but she was rewarded with a great goal in the end.
5: Super clinical in the final third. Her runs, how dangerous she was, coming off the shoulder, and that was half a chance there. It was a wonderful reverse ball from Hemp. She was the X Factor in the absence of James, and Alessia Russo makes no mistake on the biggest stage. Yeah, and like
6: you mentioned Lauren Hemp, I thought she was absolutely the player of- the match, she was, you know, just harassing the back line the whole night, um, the, the goal, the assist, and not only that, just the way she was playing, the way she was dribbling, she was making runs in behind, she you literally could not take your eyes off her because she did something.
4: She'd definitely going to this final, as one of, the, I have to be Absolutely. the favorites have don't they? I mean, I think England, the way they've played against Spain, I think, I would fancy England winning that game.
0: I think we all would sit on that side of the fence at the moment, Schwartz. You know, we'll catch everyone's thoughts on that moment in a second. But they were superbly coached throughout this tournament, doing the graft, getting that big win over China, making their way through against Colombia, and then facing Australia tonight. And it is England that marches on. And as we said, superbly coached by Serena Vagman, who will become the first coach to coach at two World Cup finals, male or female. And we're going to hear from her now.
7: Serena, wow. Try and find the words for me to sum up what you've just achieved. Well, well we, we achieved the final. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's unbelievable. It feels like we won it, but we didn't win it. But we won this game and it's an incredible stadium. Uh, an away game, the way we played. Uh, yeah, of course, it was a hard game, but again, we found a way to win. It was a real battle out there, wasn't it? How did England edge it this evening? What? How did England edge it this evening? What did England have that perhaps Australia didn't? Um, Well, we scored three goals, I think. At the end, um, you've been talking about ruthlessness all the time. I think in this team, there's ruthlessness. Whether it's up front, whether it's in defense, we really want to keep the ball out of the net. We really want to win. And and we stick together and, and we stick to the plan. And it worked again. A word on the Australian side tonight, because they really left their hearts out there, can, didn't they? I can hardly. Australia left their hearts out there this evening, didn't they? A word about them? Yeah, well, I think they, they, uh, they've they done an incredible job. And um, they really grew into the tournament, uh, because they had some setbacks too with that last with that two. They had to win that uh, last game in, the, in their group stage, and then they, they start playing better and better. Sam Kerr came back, well, you saw today uh, why she's um, why the star of the team. But as a team, they're really tough too to play against. So, um, yeah, what a performance. You're the first coach to take two different nations to a World Cup final. How? How do you keep doing this? I don't know. I just said to Arjen, I, you know, the chance that as a coach or as a player, you make it to finals is really, really special. And we made it too far already. It's just I'd never take anything for granted, but I'm like, Am I hearing a little fairy tale or something? I think it's a fairy tale for every England fan
0: right now. You're off
7: to the World Cup final. Congratulations, Serena. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yes, congratulations to an almost shocked Serena William, uh, Serena Wegman who uh, felt like she'd almost won the final tonight. Canuli, your thoughts on her reactions? She's shocked.
2: I absolutely love her. I think she's a world-class manager. I love the way she's just sitting there like, oh, yeah, it's like sort of lucky that we got we got here. And, look, they didn't have the greatest of group stages, but they've also found a bit of momentum as well in this tournament. Sometimes you just got to grind it out to get to that point, but you can't take anything away from that team. They worked super hard tonight to get to where they did.
0: Chloe, she said the difference tonight was about determination, about wanting the ball more, about wanting to win more. Did you see that difference out there?
3: Look, I just think that every single person on their team has bought into the systems and how she coaches. And you can see, as she says and she jokes, that, you know, she doesn't know how uh, it has been like this. But that's the product of having such a good manager who's able to be able to inspire and make the team, all 23 players, live into the processes of it. And for me, look... They they want to smash people, and they do. They (laughs) want to go out there. They did. They do. They take that grit and determination, and that's England. They're hard to play against.
2: it's no yeah. accident. It's no, no accident. accident that they are where they are right now. To be able to go from a four at the back to a three at the back and to tactically change this team is
1: not easy. This is something that has been planned for and that's been in the works, waiting for this moment. She did hint at it, didn't she? She said, "Oh, they stuck to the. We had a plan and they stuck to the plan and oh, we won." It's like she seemed, she's acting surprised, but she's she has to be very proud of herself. And I'll tell you what, it's hard not to like her, isn't it? I know that she, they've just beaten us, but she seems yeah. like a wonderful coach.
0: And it's nice to see her living the dream even though ours is just finished anyway all right let's hear now from the aussie coach tony gustafson
1: tony the
8: team were amazing today um, what's going through your head right now uh, i feel a feel for so many tonight you look at this like the players left it all out there i think that's why the fans are thanking them um but it was one of those nights i've said it before uh, tournament football is won and lost inside of 18 and I think England was clinical tonight. Um, we had a chance for 2-2, a couple of minutes later they, they scored 3-1 there. It's, it's one of those games, unfortunately. Was it those small moments in games that you just mentioning there, those minor details, that's made a difference today? I, I think so. Um, we talked about in half-time that I think our defending was solid in the first half, but I don't think we were brave enough on the ball. I think in the second half we start playing the attacking game we can play, much braver on the ball. Moved it faster, um, dominated England in parts of that second half. But you need to get those those key moments there, like Sam's uh, brilliant goal, for example. Um, and then we have a sitter that we missed for 2-2, and then have they were clinical in front of goal tonight. You have, you have to sometimes understand as well that you play against a team that have a better night. And I think England had a better night than us today in terms of those moments. You mentioned Sam Kerr there. That goal was absolutely world-class, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it's just what Sam can do and do that after being away for so long with with a calf injury and hardly train and come off and, and, and do that, but also push through for 90 minutes. She left it all out there tonight. And your thoughts again on the crowd. They've been amazing tonight and the millions of people around the country. You must be very, very proud of it. I am proud, but I'm also sad that we couldn't make them even prouder tonight with a win. The way the girls fought, I think we made them proud because they left it all out there, but I wish we could have given them a win as well because they deserve it with the support they've given us. And finally, big, big, big job ahead to get through third and fourth playoff, lift the girls. I actually said that straight in a circle, even though I know it's early and they're emotional. I said, we're not going home empty-handed. We need to recover fast now, get this over with, and focus on the bronze medal game. Wish you all the best. Thank you.
0: Tony G already looking ahead, acknowledging that England was the better side tonight, and also that minor moments can sway the outcome of a match like this. Mark Schwartzer, Amy Chapman, Amy Harrison, especially Chappy and Schwartz, you followed Tony and the team for the last month. How do you wrap up this moment for him?
4: It's hard to be critical, really, because the Matildas have made the semi-final of the World Cup. They've gone further than they ever have in a world cup ever before so i mean it's difficult right now to explain really isn't it i mean i think they've done an amazing job but there's finer details of probably what costs australia tonight
5: yeah there's one thing you want to celebrate what they've done this tournament it has been phenomenal but they were this close they were this close to a world cup semi-final in england
4: well final that is
5: well not semi-final actual final um and it just felt like it was within reach and it was those finer moments it was those little margins that you know, England were just better today. They outclassed Australia on a number of things, particularly, as Tony mentioned, how clinical they were.
6: Yeah, and that's what it comes down to, doesn't it? To, to make a World Cup final, it literally is about millimetres, it's about inches, it's about taking your chances and winning those moments. They won their moments. It's as simple as that. You have to give credit where credit is due. England are an unbelievable team. They're, they're just flying at the moment. They have been for the past 18 months, and like I said, you just have to give them credit because they, they deserve it.
4: It's a, it's a World Cup, isn't it? So it's the, fine, it's the pressure of being in a World Cup. We made mistakes tonight, whereas England didn't.
6: Mm. Yeah. And they've had that experience, haven't they? They had that experience last year at the Euros. They're, They're just faultless at the moment. Whoever steps in, um, and Chloe mentioned as well, every single player on that team, whether it's goalkeeper to player 23, every single player is brought into that system, that tactical approach, and Serena just, she nails
5: it. Yeah, and even you mentioned, Swarty, there was even a set play off a throw-in that Lauren, uh, Lauren, Lucy Bronze had a bit of a, a cue for the rest of the players, and it's those little finer details that, that make world champions. So, And we saw England do that expertly tonight.
4: Yeah, we've heard it all the way through, the minor details, the fine details that can win your games. We just didn't have that tonight.
0: Minor moments that can sway the match. Mark Schwartz, Amy Chapman, Amy Harrison, thanks so much for your insight from the sidelines. Enjoy the rest of your evening back here on the panel. Anything you want to pick up on what these guys said? I specifically do want to talk about those missed moments because Sam was amazing, but there were a couple of moments where it just really could have gone either way.
1: Yeah, that's it. And that's, you know, when you talk about the squad being tied, this is what it comes down to, you know. You can get up and down the field, but those moments where you need to really concentrate or you need to complete a really explosive action, find another gear, um, that's where it comes into play.
2: That's football, isn't it? They they also went 120 minutes in that last game and penalties, which is tough on the bodies. A lot of these players haven't had rest. They've played majority of these games to come in today, not even just you know physically, but mentally to be up for that battle. It was always going to be a tough one for them. But again, we are so super proud of these girls.
0: No excuses
3: on the world stage, though, Chloe. No excuses on the world stage. Unfortunately, that is what it is. And when it comes down to tournament football and elimination football you don't get second chances and and for me Sam Kerr would be scoring these any day of the week if she had her consistent playing time and we touched on it before and Tony touched on it as well um we're so close in these moments but it is you know we have to take our hat off it's millimeters of us being you know too far in front or too far behind and you know we were just off the mark tonight some of our corners were phenomenal second chances it's just these tiny little moments that
0: we've missed. And at the end, they make massive moments. Oh, they do. But Sam should be super proud, A eh, of having her first start and first 90 minutes in this tournament, but also getting through them all and scoring an absolutely sensational goal. Let's hear from the Aussie captain now.
4: Sam, the team's been absolutely amazing throughout this tournament. What's going through your head right now?
0: Um, yeah, just disappointment, I guess. But,
3: um, yeah, it's just no words really
4: what do you think the biggest difference was tonight between the two teams
3: um, I don't know just quality maybe in the final third I, I yeah I'm not really sure
4: uh, what do you got to say about the fans I mean you must be really really proud about the way the fans have been throughout the country millions of people have watched it you've inspired a generation of footballers you must be really really proud of that
3: Yeah, we are. I mean, we can't thank the fans enough. They've been been amazing. Um, You know, we've felt the love all over the country, and just to see the support we've had has really pushed us on. So um, hopefully this stays around because this has been amazing for us.
4: And is the next challenge to try and pick yourselves up for that third and fourth playoff?
3: Yeah, it's hard, obviously, to think about that right now, but Tony's already said it's a quick turnaround. We've got to pick ourselves up and hopefully not go home empty-handed.
4: Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: It's hard to see Sam like that, isn't it? Because it hasn't been the tournament that it could have been for her.
1: Yeah, it's a case of what could have been for, for her and for the team. They've been amazing. You know, It's hard, we're picking at straws up here as to why they lost the game today, to be honest. But, you know, she's disappointed there, rightfully so, because they've gotten, you know, they've done really well and they've come really close.
2: I don't think I've ever seen Sam Kerr so emotional in an interview. You could just see how heartbroken she actually is. And it. it's, not just about, it's not just about this game. I think it's just about the whole tournament in general for her. And sometimes we forget that these footballers are actually human as well. And and what she's actually taken on her back. But she needs to be super proud of herself because she has put the Australian women's football team on the world map and she's an unbelievable footballer.
0: And if you were living under a rock, Chloe, and you didn't know who Sam Kerr was before this tournament, you certainly do now.
3: Nah, you're not living under a rock. Everyone, even if you were under the rock, you'll know who she is. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I feel for her because, like you said, it's not like her to to have that emotion when she's speaking. She's normally so full of life and... It's sad. I could feel what it's going to be like in the locker room. But unfortunately, football is like this sometimes.
0: It is, but there is still so much to celebrate, including our Cadbury cheer and a half moments, outstanding stuff. What we need to say is thank you so much, Australia, for following this team, for taking this ride with us for cheering every moment of the way, for packing this stadium time after time after time, for chasing them to Brisbane, for going down to Melbourne, for stalking them out at their hotels, for travelling around in the car looking for them, trying to get that elusive signature. There has been one heck of a journey for the supporters of this country.
2: And please don't stop Australia. Keep it going because the girls need you. Australian football needs you.
1: Watch the A leagues, find a team to support, join a football club, whatever takes your fancy. There's plenty of room on the bandwagon, you can stay on for as long as you like. <laughs>
0: All right, we do have the daily kickoff coming your way at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Don't miss that for a recap of what's happened today and also a look ahead at that World Cup final and the third and fourth playoff, which Australia will play Sweden. We'll break that down for you in a little while, but right now we're off to a short break here on Optus Sports. Stick around. in the FIFA Women's World Cup final here at Stadium Australia on Sunday. The first time since 1991 that the showpiece will feature two first-time finalists. Australia will have to try and settle for third place when they take on Sweden up in Brisbane on Saturday. Chloe Legazo Catherine Canouli Ashley Sykes as neutrals and trying to move away from the fact that we might have lost the game to England tonight. Some pretty exciting matches still coming our way.
1: Most certainly. England versus Spain. I think it's going to be another cracker. They came up against each other in the Euros and England got the wood over them to repeat one this time. These are definitely going to be
2: two absolutely cracking games. And I'm super excited for both of them. But especially this this final, the matchup between Spain and England is going to be phenomenal. The way both teams love to build up and break lines. I think Spain's the the number one that's, that's broken them the most. And now England, it's going to be one cracking game.
3: It is. And honestly, I'm really excited to see Lauren James come back into it. For England to be able to go through after her getting a red card and her be eligible to play again in the final. I think uh, it's a fairy tale, exactly what
0: Serena said, and it might end with it actually being that way. A fairy tale for Serena Wegman and England. That is Chloe's pick for this one. I think the Spanish side will give them a right run for their money. Let's quickly touch on Australia playing Sweden because the job's not done for us. We've still got another game yet.
1: Yeah, another time. We've played Sweden quite a bit at this tournament, I think. It's going to be another tough one. Sweden have proven themselves hard to break down. But I tell you what, I like going back to Brisbane. A bit of a party on Saturday night. Let's see if we can get another win on the board.
3: We've played Sweden way too much in the last <laughs> few years, honestly. Enough. Um, enough, enough. Uh, but can um, we get the job done, Chloe? Can we finish third at this World Cup? Of course we can. Yeah, I think we can get the job done. The girls are going to have their time tonight to be able to digest and possess whatever just happened. But moving forward, if we want to be the tournament team, we need to get over these losses to be able to be successful because the job is not done.
0: All right. Thank you so much for your thoughts, Chloe Lagarzo, Catherine Canulli and Ashley Sykes, what a night it's been. Not the result we were after, but at the end of the day, it is England through to the final against Spain. Now, Aussies will take on Sweden on Saturday. Make sure you tune in and watch those on Optus Sport. But from us here at Stadium Australia, it's over and out.